Hey guys, it's Brittany. Welcome to another episode of the All My Favorite People podcast, where we have long form conversations and hear stories from people who are bringing truth, inspiration, and encouragement into the world. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Brittany. Welcome to another episode of the All My Favorite People podcast. Today is a unique day for us. As you can see, I, uh, I'm going to give people a few minutes to jump on, but I do not have my beautiful Zoom um, pretty HD filter face. (laughs) If you're wondering why I look so polished on the podcast and uh, a little sleepy here today, I blame that. Just wanted to jump on and talk with you guys a little bit about just what's going on in the world today. It is craziness. And I know you know that. And I know that um, just the last couple of weeks have been super challenging for a lot of people. And so I wanted to get on here and start talking about it and address some of these things. So give me one minute and we will jump right in. Also, just want to let you guys know, I am going to be doing basically like Q&A. So if you've got any questions, if you have a comment, if you want to talk about something in particular, drop it in the chat and we will chat about it. All right. So the very first thing that I wanted to talk with you guys about today is uh, this parental rights and education bill that just passed here in Florida. You may have heard of it as the don't say gay bill, but let me tell you, that is not even remotely part of this bill. I'm going to read to you um, some of the points, the main points of the bill. That way you can see for yourself. And then in the show notes, I will drop a link to the actual bill so you can read it with your own two eyes. So what is Florida's parental rights and education bill? There are four main tenants, and here they go. Here they are. Parents have the fundamental right to make decisions regarding the upbringing of their child. Kind of sad that we have to put that into a piece of legislation. Requires schools to inform parents if there is a change to their child's services. So I was up in Tallahassee for Moms for Liberty Tally Days, where we met with, um, I believe his name was Hardy, the gentleman who proposed this bill in the first place. Um, What we found was that, and there was another woman that spoke Um, her name is escaping me right now, but I know if you go to Moms for Liberty, you can find her story. But basically her 13-year-old daughter was, um, they were attempting to transition her at school and kept her parents out of the dark in that. But that is a medical decision (laughs) that should only be made by parents. At the very least, the parents should be informed about what's going on with their child. And um, this bill basically takes away the school's power, if you will, to transition a child or do anything that 
requires um, like an, um, mental health services, um, any kind of like, like my child's on an IEP. So whenever his IEP changes, there's a meeting with me, the parent, so that I can be informed as to what his new goals are and different things like that. So the same thing goes for if your child goes to their counselor and, and has some sort of mental health meeting with them and says, you know, I'm confused or I feel like I'm in the wrong body or anything like that, the school has to notify the parent. Now, I can appreciate that there are people out there, there are children out there who are not in loving, supportive families that this could be um, challenging. However, at the end of the day, that parent is legally responsible for that child. The school is not. And that is where the heart of this portion of the bill comes from. It is the parent's right to know what the school is um, doing to and for their child um, in that regard. So one of the other tenets of it is it prohibits classroom instruction on sexual orientation or sexual identity in grades. I put pre-K through third grade because that's exactly what I heard Governor Ron DeSantis say. Um, but everything that's floating around says kindergarten through third grade. I'll have to look at that bill a little more closely just to um, determine whether it's kindergarten or pre-K. But I know that my son was in a pre-K class in a public school and not saying that anything, you know, nefarious happened there, anything wrong happened, but I know that there are preschool children on public school campuses. So um, I'll just need to get some clarity around the actual age group. But from everything I've seen, it definitely says kindergarten through third grade. It also ensures parents access to their child's education and health records, kind of like what I was talking about before. Um, the school is not the parent, and they have to inform the parents when something um, is serious and could cause medical, mental, um, emotional harm to the child, um, especially if the school is pushing it. So I went to our most recent OCPS school board meeting, and there is a group of parents who are very vocal. Um, and this is in regards to like the books. We've seen Gender Queer, Lawn Boy, some of these other books kind of come to light over the last several months. And um, these very vocal group of parents are adamant. One that I believe her name is Rita. She stood up and literally said one or two pages of sexually explicit material in a book doesn't make it pornography. Dude, you are grooming our children and we have had enough and we will not stand for it any longer. One or two pages of sexually explicit material is one or two pages too many for my child and for many, many other parents. Not only that, but, you know, they talk about like, oh, they've got the internet in their pocket. They've seen it all. You're just trying to keep them in a bubble because Everything that they could see in this book, they could see online. While that may be true, I do not allow my children to see that sort of thing. I've had to put safeguards in place so that they're not seeing that sort of thing. That is the kind of responsible parent that I am. 
So to use the logic that, oh, they've seen it anyway, bull. My kids are protected from that disgusting garbage. Now, not only that, but it's not one or two pages of explicit content. The book Gender Queer, and I, I have a new, I'll talk about that in a second. The book Gender Queer has graphic photos, graphic illustrations. I don't even want to say what the graphic illustrations show because I'm pretty sure I'm not even allowed to say that on YouTube. So check it out for yourself. I have, what I was going to say is I have a new Instagram. It's Christian Patriots of Central Florida. It's a group I've had on Facebook for a while, but I just started an Instagram and one of my very first kind of things that I'm putting out there is in regards to this parental rights in education bill. And just talking about how unhinged the left has become when they think that we're banning books or hating gay people. No, that is not it at all. We are protecting the innocence of children. We are asking educators to go back to reading, writing, math, social studies, civics, life skills. I don't think that's too much to ask. Leave religion and sexuality to the parents. Enough is enough. Okay. So I think we've touched on that quite a bit. Um, like I said, Christian Patriots of Central Florida now has an Instagram. It's at Christian Patriots of Central FL. You can find me on Instagram there and it's tagged and linked to my All My Favorite People podcast, Instagram as well as and my personal one, Life Jesus Style. So, um, and our t-shirt business. So if you like this new shirt I whipped up, it's a cute little baseball raglan tee. I'll throw that in the shop as soon as this uh, live is over. And you're welcome to grab one if you want to rep Christian Patriots of Central Florida, which I would super duper appreciate. So what else can we talk about? Moms for Liberty Tally Days. That was like two weeks ago. It's all a blur. And that's actually why I'm creating an episode like this today. Um, just have had a lot of things going on in my personal life and did not really, you guys, whether you know this or not, uh, I am a fly by the seat of my pants kind of girl. And so I don't book my guests for my podcast super far out. I like to just live open-handed, let the Holy Spirit kind of lead me in that and bring the right people to me at the right time. And so um, this was kind of a lull of a week as far as pre-planning to have someone here, but I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to jump on and do this. We need to talk, uh, talk, <laughs> and just hit on some of these different things that have been going on here in Florida. So Moms for Liberty Tally Days, a couple weeks ago, I got to go up there to Tallahassee with the Moms for Liberty Seminole County girls and my girl Jacqueline Carell from Volusia County. We all met up and it was a freaking fantastic time. We heard from Dr. James Lindsay. He is the book. Um, he is the author of this book. I want to get it right. So give me one second. Um... I should have had all of this. I apologize. Um, but his book deals with Marxism and the 
essentially what he spoke on was how different cultures have used this exact same tactic for years and years and years um, to essentially break down the moral fiber and the community that is a, even an entire country. So um, his book, yep, I'm not going to, I'm not seeing it right here. Give me one second. I'll find it. Um, his book is called Race Mar Marxism. Um, and he spoke to us about this, you know, exactly what's been going on for generations and generations in other countries where they push, um, obviously removing the children from their parents from a mental aspect. So, um, just a high distrust, um, between children and their parents, they try to make it out like, um, you know, the parents are against whatever the kids want, which I mean, I was a kid, I rebelled against my parents, but I was also raised in church. And I knew in, in my heart, in my soul, what was right, because I was taught what was right. And so I had something to come back to. What ends up happening is they specifically target children and target Marxist ideologies in children, so that the children then rebel against their parents. And in theory, eventually, should it come down to, you know, some sort of social credit system, now the child is like, gets an incentive for turning in their parents. It's kind of crazy to think that we are on the cusp of something that serious and that real. Um, so his book, Race Marxism, is pretty new. Um, it's number 14 Amazon bestseller. He was on Joe Rogan Experience and the Glenn Beck Program. Um, he also has a bunch of other good stuff. Um, he has a great podcast. So I would definitely check him out, um, Dr. James Lindsay. Um, that being said, we got to go to the Capitol and meet some of our legislators. I got to meet my favorite legislator, Anthony Sabatini, in person. He is a freaking bulldog, and I love what he is doing, not only for Florida, but now he's running for Congress. So we can get him to Washington and he can start making a difference, not only for Floridians, but for everyone. Um, and obviously I have been working my tail off, just helping other people in our local community who are running for different offices. It's really important to me and it should be equally as important to you to get conservative, Christian, like-minded, even if you're not a Christian, conservative, like-minded, freedom-loving patriots in these positions here in Florida. And let me tell you why that's so important. I'll circle back to our Moms for Liberty time in Tallahassee. I happen to be with a group of ladies who are well-known as being little bulldogs themselves. And so um, I believe because of that, there was some additional candidness from the legislators that we had time to spend time with. And I left that particular interaction with um, Plakin and Smith, who are Republicans in, I believe, Seminole County. Um, but I left my time with them disheartened. Basically, both of them told us 
that it's a game and we have to play by the left's kind of game if we want to get anything passed. That's unacceptable. I thankfully don't live in Seminole County and I didn't vote for either of them. But Plakin's wife is running against Rich Santos in Seminole County. And my endorsement will absolutely go to Rich Santos. Um, Ms. Plakin is sadly, and you would hope that in 2022 this isn't happening, but it is a mouthpiece for her husband. We cannot allow that to happen. We've got to get rhinos out of these Republican seats. So I have a whole slew of candidates that I'm getting ready to endorse. Um, I'll name some of them right now, but follow me on Christian Patriots of Central Florida on Instagram, and you'll see all of the endorsements rolling out here in the next week. Um, definitely Rich Santos, like I said, Drake Wirtz, Ra um, Nate Robertson, who's House 40. He's running for House of Representatives, District 40. Um, Willie Montague, Congress, District 10. We also have Scotty Moore in um, Congress, District 9 here in Central Florida. Those people have all earned my endorsements. So um, if there's anyone I'm forgetting, I apologize. As far as the school board people go, there are four school board candidates here in Orange County Public Schools that I am 100% endorsing, not only standing behind them with my own vote and, and happily kind of helping people get to know about them, uh, but we are going to be hosting an event for teachers to kind of put their concerns out there in an anonymous format so that our new school board members who are going to win in, um, I believe it's August 23rd is the primary. Um, we're going to have those four candidates hear from teachers, boots on the ground, who've been in the trenches for the last two years to hear what their needs are, what they can be doing um, as their new school board to not only hear the teachers who have been so blatantly silenced and dismissed over the last two years. Um, not only to hear them, but to be actionable and to help them um, recreate, if you will, environments that are more conducive, not only for our students, but for the teachers and faculty and staff as well. It has been a challenging, challenging year for them. Um, okay. That event, we are going to be doing it. Um, we actually have a survey out right now. You can message me, private message me if you want a link to the survey. It's just a one question survey. It'll take you 10 seconds just so we can nail down the date for this event, but it will be in Central Florida um, during the month of April. All right. That is quite a bit. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to kind of mention, um, actually I have a few here. Since we don't have anyone jumping on to comment, I wanted to do a Q&A, but I realize it's noon on the first day of spring break, and most people are probably out and about having a good time. I'm here holding down the fort with my kiddos while hubby's at work. So 
The other couple things that we'll talk about very briefly, but want to keep them on your radar are the People's Convoy in Washington, D.C. We have Justin from We Are Change Orlando up there. He has been doing an amazing job of keeping us posted with what's going on. He um, and Brennan Whitaker have um, just been filming and posting to their Instagrams. Um, of course, they're being censored heavily, but if you can give them a follow and a like and some love, uh, I'm sure that they would greatly appreciate that. Basically, what's been going on with the People's Convoy is uh, hearing conflicting stories, but essentially the, um, the group has been circling the Beltway in D.C. for several days now. Um, from my latest point of view, I was able to see that they did come into D.C. I don't know how many of them. I don't know how long they stayed, but they are making their way into D.C. Hopefully, gas prices won't go up anymore so that these guys can continue um, to press. I won't even call him President Biden. Joe Biden. Press him uh, to lift all mandates for everyone, everywhere. That is their goal, I believe. Um, and then lastly, you couldn't have this conversation without talking about Russia and Ukraine. I know there is a lot of good-hearted people who want to do the right thing and want to be helpful. I think the most important thing that I'll say in regards to this entire situation is don't believe everything you see on the news. Just like the last two years of our lives where we were made to be in fear of COVID and, you know, forced vaccines, forced masks, forced social distancing, all of this stuff that the media just pushed and pushed and pushed out on us. Um, stop and think and consider how is it that that same exact news media is suddenly telling the truth? I'm sorry, I don't buy it. What I've seen in regards to who Zelensky is, is questionable at best. Questionable. And not saying that I'm a Putin fan by any means, but we literally don't know what's going on. And so I will say my church has been in contact with some pastors who are on the ground in Ukraine who are helping families um, who are refugees, they are fleeing to Poland. And so we've sent almost, I know the number just as of last night, um, we've sent $175,000 to pastors on the ground in the Ukraine and Poland who are helping citizens um, flee from their homes and find refuge in Poland. So if that is something that tugs on your heart and you want to be a part of, you can go to discoverychurch.org. I believe there is a way to give online and a hundred percent of everything that our church takes in between now and Sunday, March, this upcoming week. Um, I'll tell you the exact date. Everything that we bring in is going directly to these organizations that are on the ground. Um, March 13th, which is daylight savings. Don't forget. Um, lastly, in regards to news, um, I spent $110 to fill up my truck this week. That's insane. 
I was telling my husband, I it was 60 bucks when Trump was in office and it's nearly doubled. I know you know it. I know you felt it. Um, and that really brings me to my next thing, which is we are all looking for ways to be more financially responsible these days and um, maybe take on extra jobs or extra things that bring in some income. So one of the things that I am proposing, would love to hear your feedback on this is I'm looking for new sponsors for the podcast. So reach out to me if you have any interest in becoming a sponsor on the podcast. You can do one episode. You can do a month's worth of episodes. You you can be a permanent fixture here on All My Favorite People and sponsor every single episode. Um, We can talk through what that looks like. If you you want to do a one-time, it might be a little bit more expensive. If you want to run it over the course of a month or six months or a year, um, we could even drop it down to a very reasonable number, like 10 or 20 bucks an episode. So if you would like to help support the All My Favorite People podcast, help support me as a small business owner and entrepreneur, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. The All My Favorite People podcast is proudly sponsored by Peace Love T-Shirts. Go to peacelovetshirt.com to see the entire All My Favorite People collection of shirts, hats, and bags. While you're there, check out the other collections from our collaborators like Healing and Hope, The Controversy, and Ink Happy. Go to peacelovetshirt.com and use code FAVORITE for $5 off your first order. Um, I also have some news that is pretty fun and exciting, um, and kind of segues beautifully from that, which is, um, I have officially accepted the role as community ambassador for Florida Freedom Keepers here in Orange County. So, I'm so excited what you can do, what that means for you is that I'm going to send out a mass email to everyone that's already on the Florida Freedom Keepers Orange County uh, info email list, and I'll introduce myself. But if you have friends that want to join Freedom Keepers, please have them do that. I'm so excited. I need a team. I need to set up a team of people that are going to help me throw events and just different um, things here in Orlando and the Orange County area. Orange County is huge, you guys. So uh, I'd love to be able to do um, community, anything community involvement um, all throughout Orange County. So from Winter Park, down here to Hunter's Creek, all the way over to Bithlow and Christmas, and then out the other way to Winter Garden. Okay, that's the whole area. And so we are going to be doing things like um, we do a community activation forum where we'll have people come in and speak. Uh, we definitely want to do a, par- a parent's Um, meet and greet with the school board members and really just a bunch of different people who are running for different offices. Get them in in your face. I don't know. That's not the right way to say it. (laughs) Um, But get them in front of you. There we go. And have you know who they are, what they stand for. Um, Of course, we're going to do fun things like happy hours and um, maybe even like a date night out kind of thing. Um, but we also do play dates and just simple like coffee meetups and things like that too. So we actually have our very first, uh, my very first as the community ambassador mix and mingle coffee event, 
Uh, that'll be this Monday, March 14th um, at Infusion Tea in College Park. 10:30 a.m. I'd love to see some of you out there and meet you in person, um, introduce myself. And you guys know it's been a bit of a juggling act for me, if you will, um, trying to see where I fit. Um, I am what you guys may not know about me is I'm an Enneagram 2. Part of me is very stubborn very stubborn. You wouldn't know it. Look at this cute little face, but I am. <laughs> um, and what that meant was, you know, I like to kind of do my own thing. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for seven years. I haven't had to have a boss. I haven't had to have anybody tell me yes or no, or you can't or whatever, other than my husband, which that happens from time to time. Um, but it's been very challenging in this season to continue to run our business and for me to be involved in all the things that I want to be involved in. I really had to kind of take a step back. And this happened in December where I took a step back and I really reevaluated what are my passions? What do I care about? What are my goals? What do I want to do? You know, what do I want to be for? Um, because it's very easy in this life to be against, especially these days, be against things. Um, I'm anti this or I'm anti that. I'm a type of person who I have to be, I'm, I'm positive. I'm an optimist. So I want to be known for what I'm for. And once I stepped back and really reevaluated who I was and what I wanted, um, Florida Freedom Keepers kept bubbling up as the most obvious place for me to serve. Um, and like I said, I'm completely honored and so, so excited um, to take on this community ambassador role. That being said, um, it is going to take me putting together a team. So again, if you're interested in that, uh, I would love to talk with you more. Um, we got to get somebody in kind of all corners of Orlando. That way we can just help people create community, come together in real life, do things that are actionable, um, and do things that are positive influences for our community. So I think I hit all of my talking points today. Um, if you want to drop a question or a comment in the live chat, I'll get that as like a little notification later after this episode, and I'd be more than happy to circle back like my girl, Jen Paskey, is that even how you say her name? Honestly, I don't even listen to her. <laughs> I like, I think I've listened to maybe like a minute worth of her talking in the last year. I literally can't handle her. So anyway, circle back. I'll circle back with you. All right, y'all. I hope this has been informative. I hope that you will join me on Instagram at Christian Patriots of Central Florida. That's going to be more of my like political arm, if you will. Um, I'm really trying to kind of go back, if you will, with the podcast and really try not to make it so politically focused, sprinkling in politics, obviously, because it's something that I care about and I think is important conversation. But at the end of the day, I want to keep the podcast um, very... 
eclectic. Um, and so if you're somebody who'd like to be a guest on my podcast, please email me. Um, you can email me at Brittany at lifejesusstyle.com or you can visit my website, lifejesusstyle.com and uh, request to be on the podcast. I would absolutely love to get to know you, your organization, um, if you're a candidate, if you just have a really amazing kind of God purpose story. Um, those are the kind of stories that I love and that I'm looking for. So, all right, guys, that's it. I'm going to call it. You guys have a blessed day and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like and subscribe to this channel and hit the little notification bell so you know every time I post something new. Of course, check out Peace Love t-shirts as well. That's where you can get all of your All My Favorite People merch. And I'd love it if you also left me a review. Thanks for tuning in and I hope to see you next time. I will make your name famous from now on so people will praise you forever and ever. Psalm 45, 17. If you liked today's episode and want more info, check out lifejesusstyle.com and hashtag lifejesusstyle on social media.